0: Welcome to this episode of the Gary Ryan Professional and Employability Development Series. This episode is titled, Organizational Community Spaces – An Example of Creating a Culture Based on Respect. Organizational community spaces such as staff lounge areas, learning and development rooms, bathrooms, shower facilities if they exist, and staff dining and kitchen areas are important areas for staff to relax, mingle and learn. The way that staff look after these spaces reveals a lot about an organisation's culture. When these spaces are left messy, they reflect a lack of care and respect for other staff members. Some people argue that the cleaners are employed to keep the place clean, so we'd be taking away their jobs if we did it ourselves. Such arguments seem to forget that most cleaners don't arrive until the evening, and I've never experienced an organisation yet where there wasn't enough work for the cleaners to do, even if a positive culture of keeping community spaces tidy already exists. Behaviours such as dirty dishes left on tables in the staff dining kitchen areas reflects a lack of respect for the next person who might like to sit at your table. Used towels left on the floor of a staff shower facility reflects the same lack of respect. Who wants to pick up someone else's dirty towel? Rubbish left in training and development rooms reflects disrespect for the next people using that room. The people who do these behaviours may not even be aware that what they are doing is disrespectful, which highlights the power of deep-seated mental models at work. If you are unsure what mental models are then you might want to see the episode, The Importance of Raising Our Awareness of Our Mental Models. The Mental Models Behind a Disrespectful Behaviour The mental models that may underpin these behaviours are quite interesting and may reflect Combinations of the following deep seated views. Number 1. It is not my job to clean up. 2. Cleaning is a low level job that is below my status. 3. If an area is messy when I find it, why should I clean up after other people? 4. People were placed on this earth to serve me. I am the center of the universe. 5. It is someone else's problem if this area is a mess when I leave. 6. If someone else doesn't like the way this area is when they get here, then they'll do something about it. 7. I'm too busy for this stuff. What I've found interesting over time is how people who seem to hold the above mental models are also the very same people who become quite indignant when they enter an area and it is not up to the standard that they expect it should be when they want to use it. In many ways, they hold a very hypocritical view of the world. Simple behaviours that demonstrate respect for community spaces. Next I will share with you a list of six simple examples that demonstrate care and respect for other staff members. And I'll follow these examples with a way to build weight of numbers towards a more respectful culture. Number one. When leaving a training and development room, return the room to its standard condition and setup, even if that wasn't how you found the room. Number two. Always clean up the space that you use in the staff dining area and place rubbish in the bin and dirty dishes in the appropriate washing space if one is provided. And if one isn't provided, either take your dirty dishes home to wash or wash them in the staff kitchen. Number three, leave a staff shower area clean, ready for the next person to use it. Four, place the paper towels used for drying hands in a staff bathroom in the bin and not on the floor. Number five, Remove litter and cutlery from a staff lounge area as you leave it. Number six, remove out-of-date posters and information from bulletin boards in public spaces when you notice them. And there are many other behaviours that you could do, so this certainly is not an exhaustive list. Some people do not realise that the internal spaces of the organisation send a very strong message to outsiders about what the organisation is really like. If your organisation seeks to be respected by the outside world, then the people within the organisation have to show respect toward each other and this respect is often demonstrated through how community spaces are respected. Many members of this online learning community are full-time or part-time students. The same principles apply. If you respect others within your educational institution, then you will respect the community spaces that you use, always considering the people who use that space after you. Building weight of numbers toward a new culture. The following three steps can be highly powerful with regard to shifting a culture that may be disrespectful of organisational community spaces. Step 1 Model the behaviour that you desire. Walk your beliefs by ensuring that you show respect to others when you use community spaces. Initially this may involve cleaning up after other people when you first enter a space. Or it might include cleaning up after them, after they leave. Step number two. Be prepared to explain what you are doing when you are asked, but not beforehand. And the question that you will be asked is, why are you doing that? When someone asks you why you are doing what you are doing, they are effectively opening the door to their learning. Over time I have found the practice of waiting for people to open the door to their learning to be far more powerful than standing on a chair and preaching to them. In this context you must be prepared to be both patient, a servant leadership attribute, and to be able to explain why you are helping to keep the community space clean. This is the path to building weight of numbers. As people develop an understanding of what you are doing, more and more of them will start to demonstrate the behaviour. And just like an exponential curve rises sharply, a culture can quickly change when it has weight of numbers supporting the change. If there are a number of staff that you know who might already be sympathetic toward changing the culture, engage their support in practicing the steps outlining in this episode. It really is amazing how powerful weight of numbers can be. Step 3. Once the culture is established, include it as part of your induction program for new staff and explain how the behaviours associated with the desired culture support a deep respect for the people within the organisation. If you work in an organisation where your community spaces show disrespect toward other staff, you may be surprised to discover that other people feel as frustrated by that behaviour as you do. Through consciously demonstrating the appropriate behavior, you may be delighted by how quickly weight of numbers can form and a new culture can follow. The impact of improving a culture in this manner cannot be underestimated. In fact, I strongly argue that there is a positive flow and effect to performance. Why? People become the best they can be when they operate within a culture of respect. And who wouldn't want that outcome? If you would like to find out more information on our professional and employability development series, please contact us at orgsthatmatter.com or visit our online learning community at studentsthatmatter.ning.com. Once again, this is Gary Ryan and thank you for listening.